Welcome to Unique Careers, Unique Lives podcast. In this podcast, we explore the topic work and its intersection with life. We have been working to understand what keeps us stuck so that we get unstuck and create unique careers, unique lives. Last week, I was surprised by life two times. And you might call it, or actually this is how I called it, that life teaches me lessons. But maybe it was already something happening in my mind and I was, my attention was pulled there. Two lessons. First one, I went to the shop called DM. Here, a shop where people can also buy medicine and self-care products. While I was going through the shelves of cold medicine, I said, ah, so boring, every winter you automatically get cold. And in that moment, I recognized my judgment and I also said, all right, let's go. The next day I started coughing and sneezing and my eyes started running and I, I got cold and I needed to rest for one full day and then I took things slower and I see, hmm, interesting, what I was saying that things happen to other people and not to me and immediately I got the invitation to experience it myself and to see how it feels. The second learning was, again, I was thinking, hmm, this experience I am not sure I understand. I was talking with a friend and uh, a coaching client of mine, and she said I would really like to have some coaching on confidence. Confidence is something that I'm struggling with, and I'm working on it, but I would benefit of having coaching on it and also if possible working with other people who go through the same thing. I said I would love to be of support and let me look into it and I let it marinate a bit and I was reflecting on my own experience of confidence and I thought hmm I'm not really sure if I know what it feels to be challenged with this confidence. Of course, I have my own anxieties, but I cannot pinpoint exactly how, how that feels, that moment of challenge and struggle. And that same week, which is last week, I was coaching a client. I have a new coaching client that I coach in German. And while I was coaching him, I had a moment of recognition that I actually was talking from a very high-pitched voice, okay, like this. And I was struggling to call him with the informal you. In German, we have informal you and formal you. And even though we decided that we would talk to each other with the informal you, from one part of me, I was always trying to speak with him with a formal you. And in that moment, I noticed, ah, that is a moment of confidence. Actually, maybe a lack of confidence. In that moment, I recognized myself as a little girl 
Actually, even the way that I was sitting was different. I was really small and I had this cute girl face expression. Even my position was asking for care and pity. I understood actually where it was coming from. There was a struggle for me in that moment to express myself with the right words in German language. And that struggle actually put me in a place of let me protect myself in this moment from possible threats. Pity on me that I'm here little and I'm not able to find the right words. As I recognized this, I sat up straight, confident, open, and immediately my feeling changed. The conversation changed. That was quite an interesting observation on myself that I recognized that moment of lack of confidence. And that probably was something automatic. In that moment of being challenged, in that moment of struggle to find the right words, I felt I was in a vulnerable place, so I looked for protection. So that was an automatic reaction. Now, right now, it's as if when the cats or when some animals are sick, they hide themselves because they are vulnerable. That was the same thing for me as I couldn't hide under the table. I made myself small, probably, automatically. And as I gained awareness of my body and my voice, I could shift that and I could gain back my power. I didn't have to think, oh, you are right now so tiny and small and you are looking so unconfident. Just pick yourself up and just show up in a professional way. I didn't have to do it because I recognized my body and I changed my body and it automatically reflected into my conversation and also how I felt about myself. This openness, this being open to my own experience first and recognizing how I'm in that moment rejecting the current moment to go inside myself, I could let go and open up. So I think part of confidence is this ability to open up to what's coming in that moment. When you are totally open, like your body is open, you are straight, you are balanced and you have your two feet on the floor, already an automatic sense of confidence comes. I could experience that in that moment and I could experience it right now. But of course, don't take my word, as my teacher Susan Pyrot would say, don't take my word for it. Please experience it for yourself. The moments you recognize you lack confidence or the moments you recognize your body reacts in ways that you are surprised about, maybe even afraid to experience, notice softly and plant your feet, sit up or stand up however you are, get into a posture of openness and power that you have, that you are, and see how it develops from there. And it might be possible that it comes over and over again. And that's the practice. Every time you notice, notice it softly. Focus on your experience and change the body posture and see how it affects you. That's one important part I have experienced about confidence, the body. How we can direct our attention to the experience. 
change our body posture to our innate power and confidence of being a respectable, valuable human being in this world equals in terms of value. Don't have to do anything to be valuable. Don't have to be anything else than human. And when you are in that posture, you can automatically feel that, I hope. Or curiously look for it, how that feels for you. How is the shift? Another thing that I find important is that I believe in the past that created for me the lack of confidence is, or problems with my self-confidence was, not believing in my own experience. I believe that voice in my head that judged how I felt, that told me I should have felt differently in that moment, is actually the reason of me lacking confidence. Now I can recognize the difference. I'm working on it. I'm definitely not perfect and I have moments of what's happening here. But I think there is a power of being the first person of trust to yourself. For example, this morning I had <laughs> I had anger. I felt angry to the world. I had things that I wanted to do and I couldn't find time for it. And the cats were wanting food. I had to prepare the breakfast and I had to help for a phone call. I wanted to do these things too, but this thing I couldn't do for myself. I wanted to sit down and write and I couldn't do it for so long. And I just wanted to shout to the world like, Ah, leave me alone, give me space. Ah. Is it right to shout at people? Probably not. Is it right to get angry? Yes. Because I am angry. I feel angry. Who will benefit from me rejecting that I feel angry in that moment? Well, I can suppress it. And what will happen? It will come maybe double, triple in moments that I really don't want to feel angry. So instead, what I did in that moment, I expressed, I feel angry right now. And I also told uh, my husband, Fabio, now I am angry. I feel angry with the world. And I go between anger and helplessness and pitying myself and ah. And the moment I said it, I noticed the space. Between all of these things, there was a space for humor. There was a space for nothingness. There was a space for creativity. I could see everything. And that seeing was only possible through accepting first that I feel angry. Because the anger itself, the emotion or however I feel, is pulsing or is there for attention. It's here. I don't have kids, but I have some cats, <laughs> some two cats. And, you know, like, they keep on meowing. They want your attention. It's the same. I want my attention. There is something pulsing here that is pointing out to something important. And if I turn towards it and I see it, which is myself, part of myself is voicing a need, then I could first find calm. Because I went to the first aid to myself. I became the first trustee of myself. And 
because I can do it for myself. I don't need to push others to make me feel good. I don't need to do things to make me feel good because I can turn towards myself and give myself this space to hear what it is that I need. And I believe confidence has something to do with that. I believe confidence is trusting in your inner wisdom, trusting in the signals that your body gives you, signals that your heart gives you. It's about there is something here that I should pay attention. I am worth to pay attention to the signals. And I can contain this. I can look into it. I can create the space for it. And I can see it. Because I need to be seen. I think you, I mean all of us, need to be seen. But first, we need to see ourselves. Now we are, I think you are, we are grown-ups and... When we are children, we need to be seen by our parents, yes. And we need to be seen by other people. But now we can be the first person that can see our own selves. And then, of course, we can ask other people for help. That's where there is the intimate connection between people. When people express their needs, saying that that's important for me. I feel I have this need and I would be grateful if you help me work with it. That's how intimacy is created. And I appreciate all the conversations where a person can express themselves freely. But first, to be able to be intimate with another person, I should recognize what it is that I need, what it is that I feel. I should be willing to turn towards myself and to look. So that is, I believe, also confidence. That... Recognizing the moment when I feel the lack of confidence is a practice of confidence because I turn towards myself and I see myself and I do believe that how I feel is valuable and meaningful. The more I turn towards myself, the more I create the space for it, the calmer I will be, I will be able to see what is inside of me that has a meaning What is it that I need? How can I create the conditions for this to give what I need to myself? And how can I express my need to other people? And also knowing that I have these needs and that pulses inside of me to show me what I need, what I'm feeling right now. And actually knowing that I'm able to be there when there is this thing and I have also extra space to see other things around me, to see the humor, to see other parts at the same time, I can see it in others as well. I can be compassionate when other people have anger, when other people express their needs. And that's how I can connect to others authentically. I wanted to reflect on it together with you. Thank you for being here. And I hope that connected with you in a way and maybe you would take to your practice of accepting how you feel being the first trustee to yourself being the friend to yourself believing in your wisdom looking into your heart seeing everything that is pulsing but at the same time that is calm and relating to others with that feeling if you believe 
work is an important part of life and you want to do work that matters, work that is aligned with who you truly are and work as part of your gift to the world, then join us in our community. Visit uniquecareersuniquelives.com slash join. Be part of the community to interact with others who want to make a difference in the world by doing the work that is aligned with who they are. And access videos, articles, podcasts about doing the work that is unique to you, having a unique career and unique life. If you want to join the community, go to uniquecareersuniquelives.com slash join. I will be looking forward to welcoming you in the community. Thank you for being with me today. Thank you for investing in yourself to do the work that matters. Through your investment in yourself, you are investing in all of us and in life. Take care and talk to you in the next episode.